Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is up on this St. Patrick's Day round two free agency? And how could you listen to this podcast or go throughout your day today and not smile? I, I just don't understand. Free agency starts off for the 49ers with some awesome key signings. We bring some guys back, Kyle Juszczyk, Manuel Mosley, Jason Verrett, and everybody is freaking pumped. But... There's that little asterisk, right? Man, it's great, but, man, if only we could get back Trent Williams. Oh, and maybe if we could get a center, that would be huge. Or, man, what if we get some of the guys back that were key to the past, you know, that aren't huge top-tier guys like our D-linemen? Okay, check the boxes. Man, the 49ers go out swinging. And for all of the critics, which I don't know how they exist still, but whatever, it's Twitter world and whatever, of Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch as a front office, you, you got to shut your damn mouth. <laughs> you got to shut up because these guys did what everybody was asking. That's all there is to it. Now, there's always going to be critics and naysayers, and we'll go through some of those things with these signings, and that's fine. Um, how do you <laughs> know nothing ever works out the way you want? And the job is never to win free agency. The job is to win the Super Bowl. But I think that the moves that were made today, there is no doubt the front office, they see the 49ers championship window as open currently. I, I see it the same way. These signings reflect that. These signings reflect the players themselves seeing that this championship window is open. So it, this I, I love this. 
I'm pumped, man. Um, I, I could not be more excited moving forward because now, you know, I, draft is my thing. I love mock drafts. I love going through all those. I appreciate everybody that submitted mock drafts to me. Keep those coming. Um, I, I keep having to push back that episode because uh, just because so much stuff's happening we got to talk about. We're going to be going through Trent Williams' deal. We're going to be going through Alex Mack's deal, Mack deal. I put together a highlight tape on the fly. Um, we're going to be talking about DJ Jones. We're going to be talking about what the draft looks like now. And here's my favorite thing. Oh, this is probably what I'm most excited about. The 49ers can do whatever the hell they want in the draft. Whatever they want. You want to draft a receiver? Go ahead. You want to get another D lineman, cornerback, safety? Doesn't matter. Just a volatile offensive lineman that can versatility-wise play everywhere? You've got to be kidding me. I freaking Love it. Shout out to the uh, Countdown crew coming in strong. Hashtag CC. Uh, just a reminder, you um, subscribe to the YouTube show. Hashtag CC. The first 90 seconds of any show. Man, you get admitted into you know free prize. Sent out a Debo jersey last week uh, for last month's winner. So, man, just every single month we do something. And I've got an announcement to get you guys some more free 49ers gear. Because I, I got to give away so much stuff. I don't know why I like doing it, <laughs> but I do. Um, also, I do want to give a shout out to Thomas Brown. I really hope he's listening. I haven't seen him in the comments yet. Um, YouTube put this new thing on where you can like tip to have your comment highlighted. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. I had an email about it. I just didn't think about it. I saw it for the first time uh, last episode. That was Thomas Brown and I messed up. And so I apologize. Uh, the computer went kind of wacky, whatever. I couldn't read the question that was asked. So I apologize. Went back, looked through the YouTube. Uh, first off, thank you for your gift. Uh, if you want to, <laughs> this is a full-time job for me. So I do teach as well. But this is part of my income, so I do want to say thank you. That is a way that you can contribute. Patreon's the best way. But he asked about Elijah Vera Tucker and how he fits with this offense and this team. Let me say this. Again, thank you, Thomas. Elijah Vera Tucker now? Holy freaking cow. He's perfect. <laughs> he is a versatile offensive lineman that has played left tackle. He has started left guard. He has started right guard. He can play it all. If you're running a power scheme, I don't think that you want Elijah Vera Tucker as your outside guy, but the 49ers don't do that, so he fits perfectly, perfectly with us. 6'4", 315, um, undersized for your t t uh, you know stereotypical left tackle, but man, he is good. Super high football IQ. Whenever I was watching his film at USC, I will be getting a Patreon breakdown done on him. Uh, he is on the short list for sure. But whenever I was watching him at USC, I thought that he picked up stunts and you know any type of counter moves as well as anybody. Elijah Vera Tucker from USC is great. Uh, you look at kind of where he was and what his stats were, uh, bananas. Um, now, I will say this. He did struggle early on at left tackle. The 2020 was his first year playing there. He... he Rebound, rebounded nicely, but then the Pac-12 championship game, and this is why I think he may fall, against Oregon. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, he, he wrecked shop on him. Um, Thibodeau took him to the cleaners. You know He'll be in the draft next year as an edge guy out of Oregon. Um, but you look at Elijah Veritar, gave up four sacks this year. Most of them were in that game. But outside of that, you look at what he did last year, uh, 2019, full season, only one sack allowed, no quarterback hits. So... 
some teams are going to pigeonhole him as a guard, which I have no problem with. He has the upside to be a Pro Bowl guard, you know, year two or three. There's no doubt about that. I think he goes in the back half of the first round, early second round, because not all teams are going to have him on the board as a tackle, and some teams are scared to take a guard that high. But I would love, absolutely love, Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, I, I think now we're in the place the 49ers are where they could just go ham. They could do whatever the hell they want now. It, it's luxury city. There's no pressing needs on this team. And because of that, man, it, it's almost scary. You want to package up all those picks and go jump back up in the first round for a quarterback? You know, I've been an anti-trade up for quarterback guy because you look at the roster and you're just like, man, there's still so many holes. Are we a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl? I think we are. We can win the Super Bowl with this roster. Whatever we get, it's just bonus. Uh, Tyson asked this: Would you say our front office is the best in the league? Well, John Lynch won, you know, GM of the year just a year removed from that. Kyle Shanahan sure as hell should have won Coach of the Year over Harbaugh. Harbaugh took a playoff team to the playoffs again. <laughs> like I, I still don't get that. I understand the rushing attack, all that stuff now, but you can do anything. And I love this front office. I think it's great. Um, man, you know, there was something put out there. And if you just look at the 49ers roster and the additions that they brought to this team, we now have a top two linebacker. We have a, I, I think, the best linebacker in the league, Fred Warner. We have a top two tight end, I think, is number one. Guaranteed top two just to, for, you know, George Kittle. We have a top two or three left tackle, right, in Trent Williams. Like, we have those guys in place. That's, that's all there is to it. Uh, so you're talking, again, if you're just staying top five, all right, cool. Let, let's stay with that. There are key pieces in place. Uh, don't mention Nick Bosa, right? Definitely, I think he's one of the best edge players out there. You have added premium top-tier talent at so many key positions. Do you have quarterback? Uh, we don't have a top-five quarterback. I don't think so. You know, I did my rankings, and I think I'm – in between the Jimmy lovers and the Jimmy haters. And I had Jimmy at that 13, 14 spot. So I think that's where we are. David asked this, do we go quarterback at 12 now? Well, no, <laughs> if you want a quarterback, you got to go higher. I don't want Mac Jones at 12. If we trade back and get Mac Jones at 15 or 20 or somewhere around there. Awesome. I don't want to spend that 12 pick on Mac Jones personally. I don't think he's as much as an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo, even talent-wise, to justify that selection. I think he is a Jimmy G kind of clone guy. That's fine. Um, I, I do have, I will say this, I do have a quarterback that I do want that's not in the draft that I would like the 49ers to get. I'm going to save that till a little bit later. But for now, let's jump over. You know, I played this last episode. I'm going to play it again just because it, it freaking makes me so happy. So if you're watching with this, this is some Trent Williams tape that, you know, I put together a while ago, but golly, man, I really thought we were going to lose him. <laughs> I lost hope. I really, really did. But the 49ers go out and, man, you know, in my, um, in my class, you know, I teach AP U.S. history. We're talking about Theodore Roosevelt and his motto, speak softly and carry a big stick. I freaking love it, man. And so I was lecturing this morning over this guy and talking about him. This is the damn 49ers. Nothing came out. Everything that, you know, oh, well, the 49ers are willing to pay $20 million, but if he wants more money, he's going to have to go somewhere else. You didn't hear a peep. You didn't hear a peep. What do they do? 
six years, 138.06 million. And this still took place at 3 a.m. I'm telling you what, the 49ers front office, they are some drinkers. <laughs> they are some partiers. You had the Kyle Juszczyk news broke at like midnight when everybody was out partying at a birthday party. Then you got Trent Williams getting signed at 2, 3 a.m., you know, Pacific Standard Time. They're some partiers, man. Uh, they, they do, they're not early birds. Uh, they stay up late. Now, there are some things about this deal that are interesting. Whenever you hear six years, you're like, why the hell did we just sign a 32-year-old tackle for a six-year deal? We'll pump the brakes a little bit, okay? Um, first off, it's only $55 million guaranteed. $55.1 million. I say that. Still so weird to throw these numbers out. But the idea is this. That's less than 40%. And the first two years are guaranteed, fully guaranteed. So no matter what, he's getting a two-year paycheck. Um, yeah, yeah, Nick, I appreciate it. This is a green shirt, uh, so I'm safe. I'm safe. Uh, you can't pinch me. And I am Irish. I'll be drinking uh, considerably. This is one of my favorite days of the year. Um, I, anyway, I digress. Trent Williams' deal, it's only 40% guaranteed. The first two years are fully guaranteed. And then after that, it looks like it's a four-year deal with two dummy years after it. Now, we don't know the cap uh, hits and all those things, but we do know that the signing bonus, right, this is kind of the big one whenever you look at this, the signing bonus comes out. It's $30.1 million signing bonus divided by six years. So the cap hit spreads the signing bonus out every year. So 30 divided by six, $5 million a year. It, it's probably going to come out to a $9 million cap hit in 2021. Now, the 2022 cap hit is going to be pretty big. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But the Colts, Bears, Chiefs were all trying to get him, and the 49ers said, no, we're not letting this guy go. Um, I, I, I love it. I, I just absolutely love that we were able to keep this guy, and I don't think that we are tied to him for six years. Now, the way these deals work is, look, He's going to get paid his money for the first three years. No doubt about it. We are stuck with him for three years. Amazing whether things go great, bad, injuries, doesn't matter. Anything after that's bonus. The 49ers are going to be able to walk away just fine from this deal after three years. Um, and they're not going to be hurt whatsoever. They're not pigeonholed, whatever. So this was huge news. You had to go get somebody, and you look what happens after Trent Williams in this in the free agent class. It's bad. Uh, it's really bad. You know, you have Alex Villanueva. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, you know, you could is is he going to make a Pro Bowl? There's no chance in hell he has that opportunity. No matter what team he plays for, he's an average starter. But that's it. Look who you're going up against now. J.J. Watt. <laughs> I mean, he's added to it. Chandler Jones. Aaron Donald, who does play on the outside some. Hassan Riddick, who probably gave Trent Williams some of the most difficulty he's gone. He's out of the conference, so that's good. But this is where we are, and I freaking love it. I, I'm so happy that we didn't let him get out. The fact that the Colts, Bears, and Chiefs were chasing after this guy should tell you something. They were pissed off when they found out the 49ers got to keep him. Everybody in the NFC West pissed off that the 49ers got to keep this guy. And so I love it. I absolutely love it. This was huge. Woke up with a giant freaking smile on my face. And that wasn't all. There's another guy that the 49ers were able to sign. 
Alex Mack center for the Falcons. We brought him over on a $5.5 million deal. Now he is older. <laughs> he is 35. But as we transition to the film, which I have up there on YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, Twitter, all that stuff, if you're watching with us, he did. This is his 35 year old season. Now he turns 36 halfway through the season this year. He is older, but this dude's tough as nails. You know, I was curious because I remember scouting Alex Smith whenever he came out long time ago. He's a Cal kid, right? He grew up in San Marcos. I remember, I remember this. If you want to know of how long ago he was drafted, the same year, 2009, that we drafted Michael Crabtree number 10. This is the same year Matt Stafford went number one in that draft. So he's he's getting along in the tooth. No doubt about it. Kyle Shanahan knows him. Um, played with Kyle in Atlanta and Cleveland. Uh, one of the few guys, the Kyle Shanahan loyalty program is as strong as ever. This will be the third team that Alex Smith has taken snaps, or I guess been the actual person giving the snap, under Kyle Shanahan. Uh, it's it's a perfect fit. One of the most mobile linemen. And as you watch, you know, these clips that go by, he's getting to the second, third level. There were a handful of clips where he got to the second level on the linebacker and then tried to dive for the third guy, uh, you know, safeties and whatnot, and got there at 35. He's a hell of a player. Very, very dependent. You just look at, you know, pro football scores and all those things. He had the third highest pro football focus score the past three years of any center. And his best year was last year. Um, so it's not like his play's declining. In the past three years, last year was his best year. Six-time Pro Bowler. He was named to the All-Decade Team by the Writers Association in the 2010s. I mean, this guy has it. There's no doubt about it. Allowed one sack last year, 17 pressures, which not, not necessarily high, but you'd, you'd want that number a little bit lower. Now, here's the things that he does well, and, and I like this a lot. Stunt moves will no longer have success against the 49ers on the inside. He makes the guards better. One, he knows the offense better than probably any of the uh, Lakin Tomlinson. You know, he's been there for three years now. Uh, he knows the offense as well as anybody. There's no doubt about it. And constantly has his head on a swivel, which is so fun because you'll see him in these clips. You know, he'll have his hands on to his right with the defender blitzing, but he's looking to his left trying to see who's coming. It's always paying attention to what's next. Uh, he's a chess player that plays center, and it's going to solidify the inside. Now, you look at, and the question, I saw the question there, what happens at right guard now? Yeah, it's a little bit of a question. The guard's not near as valuable in the NFL, especially in Kyle's system. Uh, Niner Drag asked this question. But Daniel Brunskill should get the start, and you have Colton McKivitz there as a backup. That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, would it be awesome if you use a first round pick on somebody like Rashawn Slater and slide him in there or a second round pick on Elijah Vera Tucker? Hell yeah. Now you're talking, you have the best offensive line in the entire NFL. But whenever you look at our line, interior got better. You get to keep, um, you know, the big man, silverback Trent Williams. We still do have a question on the right side. However you feel about Mike McGlinchey, amazing run blocker, very, very poor Pass protector with consistency. He's actually a pretty good pass protector, but the consistency isn't there. And I think consistency is very important when you look at offensive line. Right side's weak. Left side's strong. <laughs> uh, it's just, just where it is. So you kind of take that with what it is. And a little history lesson. This is from T.L. Miller. 
or T.I. Miller. I'm sorry if I mess this up. T.I. Miller 20. He put this in the comment session. I told him I was still in it because I thought it was great. 1994. Let's go back. 1994, the 49ers signed center Bart Oates, baby, from the Giants. Y'all remember this? He goes on. Uh, again, he was in his you know mid-30s to two Pro Bowls, and we won the Super Bowl after we brought them in. The center is the captain of the offensive line. We now have that captain. We now have that captain. And I freaking love it. The center position for the 49ers has been the Achilles heel since Kyle Shanahan showed up. And he paid out the wazoo to get one, but he couldn't get healthy. Right? And, and so you know, Western Richburg is the perfect fit in a Kyle Shanahan system. And he paid top-tier money for it. But whenever you look at the health concerns and kind of what happened, that's where it hurt. That's where it hurt. So uh, we had six centers get injured last year. Uh, we're down to Ronis Grasu. Played all right, filled in all right, but he's not a fit. He, he's a Band-Aid. He's duct tape, right? Um, so now you have a guy. You have what you want, and I freaking love it. I, for one, could not be more excited about this. Um, gosh, it, it's so good. Now, uh, drinking coffee still, guys. About to transition to uh, the alcoholic beverages, but that's okay. You know, and let's talk about our next guy. I don't have film up for him, and that's DJ Jones. Because, man, I love it. I absolutely look at our defensive line. Okay, Nick Bosa, obviously, he's the best. Um, Javon Kinlaw on the inside's amazing. Eric Armstead, who plays a little bit of hybrid back and forth, great. Then you have your speed rusher, Sam Abukum, who we just brought in. Awesome. The only question mark was that kind of number one technique. We have Kevin Givens, who I think should start over DJ Jones personally, but they're so damn close, like it doesn't matter. DJ Jones got the starts whenever he was healthy. But now you have this one-two punch at that interior position. So you're three strong at defensive tackle, and you're three strong on the edge. Usually you like to go in with eight um, to nine defensive linemen. But man, our top six, that's pretty damn good. If you're just looking at ends with Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, and, and Sam Abukum, that's solid. If you're just looking at tackles, Javon Kinlaw, DJ Jones, and Kevin Givens, that's solid. This team has been built around the offensive-defensive line. That's all there is to it. If you look at the NFC West, first thing you got to do is win your division. The 49ers build differently than all those other teams. Think about the other team's first-round picks that they use. All right, Cardinals, what do they do? They go draft a safety. Okay, cool. Look at the Seahawks. They trade two first-round picks for a safety. Okay, awesome. Look at the Rams. They trade two first-round picks for a cornerback. Not saying any of those were bad investments. I'm just saying the 49ers spend all of their picks on the offense and defensive line early on. It's the antithesis to what they are trying to do. They zig, we zag. And I guarantee you this, and yeah, you said, well, they went out and signed J.J. Watt. Yeah, that was a big signing. That was huge. Uh, happy for them. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, 
Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason action. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keep talking about the Cardinals, you know, in our division, whatever. They go sign A.J. Green today. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that was a great deal. Uh, I like A.J. Green as a person. Uh, met him, hung out with him once. Really cool guy. Really, really friendly. But they still have the worst coaching staff in this division, and it's by far. They're the all-hype team last year. How'd that pan out for them? Yeah, exactly. They didn't have injuries. They just suck. <laughs> uh, they're the all-hype team again this year. Cool. Awesome. I love it. I'm so happy for you guys. You still have crappy coaches. You say whatever about Cliff Kingsbury. He's a handsome fellow. I give him that. But, man, he's not a good coach. He has never won anywhere. He couldn't win in the Big 12. The Big 12 sucks, and I'm a Longhorn man. <laughs> he could never win. So I'm not too worried about him. Do they have the talent? Do they look like a good paper team? Sure. I'm not taking them on paper versus us, and I sure as hell am not taking them on the field versus us. No way in hell. So you get DJ Jones, you solidify that offensive line. I love it. Now we have lost some guys. Solomon Thomas did go sign um, with the Raiders. I love that. Not because I want anybody to play for the Raiders. I hate the Raiders. But I'm glad Solomon Thomas wasn't brought back. I don't think it was best for him. I don't think it was best for the 49ers. He's got to figure something out on the field. I'm the biggest Solomon Thomas fan off the field. On the field, he's got to figure some stuff out. Akello to the Seahawks. Hope he figures some stuff out. Again, I hate the Seahawks, but wish the kid the best. Patrick Bourne, or Kendrick Bourne to the Patriots. Hate the Patriots. <laughs> Man, why are they going to all these teams I freaking hate? Uh, <laughs> but I hope he does well there. I, I really, really do. Again, those are three guys, and if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know I've been pretty outspoken about, about them from a coaching perspective. Uh, consistency is a big deal in the NFL. None of those guys had it. None. Uh, Patrick, man, why do I keep saying Patrick Bourne? Kendrick Bourne, he probably had the most success, and he was awesome. But again, those negative plays, that was huge. He did bring the energy, which was a whole extra factor, and I love that about his game. Uh, but it's time for him to go and kind of carve his path and be the guy. Remember, he lost the third round or the third wide receiver spot twice when we had no end. We had so many injuries, we couldn't even get anybody on the field. He got beat out by River Craycraft. Um, I'm all right. I'm all right. Now, I, I will say this. I put this Twitter poll up, at uh, jail underscore Chapman, and I asked a simple question. I have done it twice after the first round of free agency, after the second one. How do you grade the 49ers free agency? It's got well over 1,000 votes. Uh, A's, it's still going, by the way, if you want to look through there and you want to see if it's changed after this recording. 
A's had 77.6%, which I don't know how you don't vote A. Whenever you went into this, you said, man, if we can only keep these guys, we'd be great. We kept those guys and added. So I'm pretty happy about that. B's had 18.7%, C, 2%, and then I put F slash I can't feel happiness, 1.7%. Because if you think the 49ers have an F in this draft, oh my gosh, you need a hug. Find somebody that you care about or just walk out in public with your mask on. Don't do that, actually. You can't do that. Unless you're vaccinated, go hug a teddy bear or a dog. You need help <laughs> because you need help. Uh, you got to get it. You should be happy. Today is a great day for the faithful. Not only do we get to keep the band together, it's always fun. The continuity between the locker room, um, the style of play, the coaching staff, all those things. We kept all those, but we upgraded. We got better at center. We got better at speed rusher so far through free agency, and we lost nothing. <laughs> Richard Sherman, we're going to lose. That does hurt, uh, but no, we're good. We are good. Uh, let's see here. Kenny asked this. You should do a film breakdown comparing last year's center film versus Alex Mack. Yeah, last year's center film was bad. Um, Hieronymus Grosu was a good pass protector, not good in the run. I will say Daniel Brunscale filled in admirably well at the center position. Decent uh, a pass blocker, very good in the run game. He's a perfect fit for the zone scheme. Alex Smith is perfect at both. That's just what he is. Um, he, he's better... <laughs> Then the best traits that Daniel Brunskill has, he's better than that. The worst traits that Daniel Brunskill has, he's better than that. I will be doing a Patreon breakdown of Alex Mack's play. Um, you know, I put together some highlights and stuff quickly. Uh, we'll jump in and uh, I'll spend, you know, 20 to 30 minutes just going through, talking about footwork, hand placement, strength, leverage, those things. So uh, Patreon subscribers, that is there 100%. Uh, we'll be getting that done. And as always, uh, please head over there, patreon.com. 49ers Rush Podcast. You get to see all these breakdowns. I think we have over 250 hours of film breakdowns up. You can go back through the season, draft prospects, all those things. Uh, it, we got a lot there. So um, now I will say this. A couple other things that I do want to talk about. Um, it, yeah. It, well, I don't know what the hell this is. From Fork Tell Devil. I saw another channel showing Tom, Tom Compton on the offensive line. Is that true? No, he is not signed. Uh, he will not be signed. Uh, he's not going to be a part of this team moving forward. Uh, good luck for anybody else. Whatever. It's 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 what it is. Random electronic. It was a B plus at worst for me, but then I saw DJ Jones. That took me to a clear A. I, I'm with you, man. How do you not love this? How do you not love this? There's just so much there. Um, it's awesome. Now, I do want to say I have an extra way for you guys to, one, have fun, talk some trash, and win some more 49ers uh, gear for free. I just I want to give it all away. I put together a 49ers Rush ESPN Tournament Bracket Challenge for March Madness. Go sign up. It's completely free. Um, and the winner, I'm going to be sending you some 49ers gear on me, free shipping, free everything, uh, but you got to beat me. And nobody usually beats me in these. I don't even watch that much basketball, college basketball. I love it, but I don't watch a lot of it until probably championship time. So I've been brushing up. Um, so if you want to compete against me, I put the link in the channel description uh, down below, depending on where you're listening um, to this or watching. Or if it's not there, or you can't find it, whatever. Just go to ESPN, click on their March, Bre uh, the, the huge tournament challenge, whatever they call it. Uh, the group name is 49ers Rush Podcast. 
It's free to get in. The password is Rush, R-U-S-H, all capital. So 49ers Rush Podcast is the group name, Rush, R-U-S-H. Everybody gets to admit one. I think we only have like 20 people in it right now. So uh, go over there, have some fun. You're not going to beat me. I wish you the best of luck. I'm a Texas Longhorn, so they're going far in my bracket. So if you want to outsmart me, go ahead, pick against Texas. I dare you, Big 12 champions, first time ever. I love it. Now, let's talk about some other developing issues that have taken place. We got to talk about Marquise Goodman. This is hilarious and weird and all those different things all at once. Marquise Goodwin gets sent back <laughs> to the 49ers all in one. Um, now, why did this happen? It happened because he opted out of the 2020 season. If you remember, we swapped sixth round picks with the Eagles. They got um, Marquise Goodwin and we got an earlier six-round pick. We used that pick for Charlie Warner, who I I think he's been pretty good for a six-round pick so far. We'll see how he develops this year. But it had playtime uh, criteria mixed into details into the contract. He didn't play, so he didn't meet those. So he gets sent back to us. Now, it, they get our seventh-round pick this year. So we lost a pick. Now we only have nine picks, all shucks, and we lost the seventh rounder. Uh, Trent Baalke would be furious and pissed off, but thank God he's not here. Now, it doesn't cost us any extra money. We have As soon as we got him, we released him. So he's not on the team. We owe him no money. Uh, he's already been paid that dead money when we traded him, but we did lose a seventh round pick. It's because the contract details said he had to play a certain number of snaps. He played zero. That's why he got sent back. So it doesn't hurt us outside of the seventh round pick. That's huge. Got some new news. All right, 49ers have signed two more players. Cornerback Brian Body Calhoun. Don't know who that is too much. Uh, I recognize the name. Can't tell you where he played last time. And tight end Daniel Helm. We love Helm. He's been on our practice squad forever. They both got one-year deals, so nothing too big. But uh, we did, again, more signings are taking place. And so you've got to love that. I'll have to dive into uh, work on... You know, my guess is these guys that we're signing now, these are special teamers, camp bodies, depth. You look at what's happening with the salary cap, and I think this is key. Again, I have talked about this in the past. There are now going to be, it's top tier. It's above average starters. You're losing the middle class. A lot more of your roster is going to be full of these vet minimum guys, and that's what we just did today. I don't think either one of them will be playing much for the 49ers in 2021 outside of injuries, um, but that's just what it is. Uh, oh, I love this. We got hello from Tahiti. What is up, Bruce? Welcome. Uh, I love it. We've got listeners all over the world. You know, I check the statistics on this sometimes. We had 17 countries. 17 different countries listening to a 49ers Rush episode uh, just last month. And that's for one episode, which is awesome. Um, so why am I yelling? I love this. I'm too pumped up, man. I I'm too excited. So if you got to turn down your sound a little bit, I get it. I'm just amped up. I'm a little too excited. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Eddie asked this. Do you think we bring back Jamar Taylor? We already signed Jamar. Uh, I think currently... If you look at our secondary, Jamar Taylor's probably starting as of today. Probably, I think the two biggest, weakest positions starter-wise for the 49ers is right guard, again, Daniel Brunskill, or um, Colton McKivitz, and then our nickel corner, which is Jamar Taylor. He played really, really well last year to let down the stretch. But 
um, I don't think you want to move forward with him being your guy. Now, if you draft an outside corner in the first round, let's say Patrick Sertan, J.C. Horn, Caleb Farley, any of those three guys, they would start outside. You would kick in Emmanuel Mosley. I think Mosley is best fit to play inside. He came into the NFL as a nickel corner. He's smaller. Um, so I think that would kind of be ideal. But as of right now, 100% Jamar Taylor, he's on this team. Uh, it's just That's just what it is. And so that's what we've got right now. Uh, Kwan Williams would be ideal. Yeah, I would love to bring him back. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think if that Kwan deal gets done, it's probably going to be after the draft. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully he gets paid somewhere. I always want these guys to make money somewhere. But that's kind of where we are now. Now, I do have to talk about this one. Um, I got so many emails asking about Deshaun Watson. There's so many caveats, and it's developing as it gets further. First off, Texans go out and sign Trent Taylor. They pay this guy a two-year, $12.5 million deal. They don't have cap space. Why would they go spend this much on a backup quarterback, especially whenever you're looking at Deshaun Watson, does not miss games? Now, again, whether they're preparing for Deshaun to sit out or they're going to trade him, I think the trade's happening. I think Deshaun Watson's going to be traded. Michael Lombardi, um, he came out, and the quote was on the Rich Eisen show, he controls where he wants to go. Talking about Deshaun Watson. Quote, uh, he, he controls where he wants to go. The rumor is he doesn't want to play in New York. So that takes the Jets out. The Jets have the most capital. The Jets can pay the most to get him. They have the most salary cap space. All those things. But he don't want to go there. He wants to play in Denver or San Francisco. And Nick Casario's options are limited. Deshaun Watson has no trade clause in his deal. He can shut anything down he doesn't like. He can sit out. All of those things. So it's very, very interesting what's going on there. Now, Obviously, what's gone on, um, there are now accusations against Deshaun Watson. Um, the, the rumors are that there is up to four women that are accusing him of assault. Again, all of this is alleged. Uh, we'll have to see what happens with all that. He's come out and adamantly denied it, whatever else. I can tell you this. I don't know if he did it or not, but I can tell you this. He is one of the best people in the community in the NFL that exist. Now, is it possible that he did these things? Uh, 100%. But he does have an awesome track record for working with uh, the community and the people. And just at, he does as much. He's, he's been a borderline freaking Walter Payton man of the year type guy every single year he's been in the league. So we'll have to see what happens. But I think this does complicate things more. There are other quarterbacks out there. I don't think the 49ers, I, I'd say almost 0% chance. The 49ers go into 2021 with Jimmy Garoppolo, Josh Rosen, and... Um, Josh Johnson as our quarterbacks. That's not going to happen. Something's going to change. Whether it's a backup that's added for depth or a trade, Deshaun Watson, you know, kind of Sam Darnold type, whatever. Uh, it's going to happen. Now, there's not much left. Most of the quarterbacks are gone. Dalton went to Chicago on a $10 million deal. Fitzpatrick went to Washington. Taysom Hill, uh, Jameis Winston, New Orleans. I think the best free agent that's out there right now, I don't want to sign him. But I think the the only one that's left, really, Mitchell Trubisky. Ugh. Is he better than Josh Rosen? Probably. But do you want him? No. Is he an upgrade over Jimmy? No. And he's probably going to get around $8 million a year. That's gross. Hell no. I, 
Don't want any of those things. After that, it gets bad. Chase Daniels, <laughs> Alex Smith. I like Alex Smith, but he wants to go somewhere he can compete. That's not going to take place uh, for the 49ers. So Alex Smith would be the best situation out of those three guys for sure. But the guy I want, the rumor came out, teams have reached out to the Jacksonville Jaguars about their backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew. I would love to bring in Gardner Minshew. And go back. He already has Kyle Shanahan ties. And Kyle Shanahan coached him in the Senior Bowl. He is a he's a Kyle Shanahan guy. He's like a souped-up Nick Mullins. And I don't mean that as an insult, but he has what Nick Mullins has, but he's actually good. <laughs> the talent, all of those things are there. So I, I would love to trade for him, you know, offer a fifth-round pick. Um Maybe two fifth round or a fifth round pick. And, you know, if he plays, you know, starts like five or more games, then you get a fourth next year or something like that. I think you can get him pretty cheap. I don't think he's going to cost a second or a third, maybe a fourth. Uh, he's a young quarterback. I get that. But I don't think Jacksonville wants to keep him because they're going with a completely different system with Urban Meyer. They, they don't want him. It, it's, it's a completely different feel. So that's one thing that's interesting to me. If I had my choice, that's what I would do. Um, but, again, it's you, you got to take it for what it is. You can only go with what's on the market. And there's nothing else out there. Um, so, so that's kind of the problem that's there. Let's see here. I love this. Eddie, what do you think of cornerback Eric Stokes running a 4-2 at his pro day? I think it was like a 4-2-6 off the top of my head. So a couple things. Eric Stokes is fast as hell. Cornerback from Georgia, he is awesome. He pops off of tape, and he just flies. I was I would not be surprised if he ran a legit four two. Having said that, all the pro day numbers this year, you you got to put a huge asterisk next to them. Uh, it's they're not real times. Is is he a four three guy? I think a hundred percent. Is he a four two guy? I wouldn't be shocked. He is that fast. Uh, he's a second-round corner. Might have elevated his stock a little bit there. Um, you know, if you watch him versus some of the better teams, he kind of gets picked on a little bit. But he is a physical, just kind of muscle hamster corner that fits exactly what the 49ers want to do. I don't have him anywhere near the top-tier guys. Um, I mean, my quarterback rankings are pretty much set for the 49ers scheme. Okay, I think it, it's very, very simple. My cornerback from Virginia Tech, that's my guy. He's my number one. J.C. Horn's number two. Patrick Sertan, number three. And the only reason why I have Patrick Sertan, number three, is his top-end speed is rough, and he struggles against the deep ball. I think in 49er system, that's not a great fit. Um, so that's just me there. But, uh, yeah, you take that for what you will. Now, a couple of positions. So kind of where we started this podcast, the NFL draft. What are the positional priorities that we have now? You look at them headed into the draft, there's not that much. Starters, almost none. Number one, I think the new, I don't think the new, it could have always been the priority, but the quarterback position. Again, I, I got Jimmy G as my number 13, 14 quarterback in there, flip a coin. But you might have the chance to go grab one of these guys that could be elite. Could Jimmy G be a top three quarterback? I don't think he can. I don't think he has the physical tools. Um, and he's going to have to have perfect situation around him, which is pretty dang close to what the 49ers got. But you now have a chance. I've been anti-trade-up for a quarterback because you had so many holes. I don't think you do anymore. 
Now you can trade multiple picks and go up there. Cornerback, that needs to be addressed. You don't have to spend a first-round pick on it. Somebody like Eric Stokes in the second round, yeah, awesome. Go draft a you know a nickel corner out there. There's lots of guys that you could go grab um, in the draft later on. You don't have to get a first-round corner. But, again, zero depth. What happens if one corner goes If Eric Mosley, or if E-Man goes down, Emmanuel Mosley's hurt. Who's starting at outside? Tim Smith? <laughs> Tim Settle? Uh, what, what do you got? There, there's nothing out there. So you've got to bring more bodies in, especially in that secondary. You have to. Right guard, we've talked about probably the weakest offensive position. Defensive tackle, not necessarily anymore. I, I don't think you go DT because you have Givens and you have um dj jones who you just signed edge position sure yeah you could always use more edge players linebacker we're solid we do not need a linebacker at all safety though that enters into the equation i think you know jimmy ward that's awesome i love him but again health longevity he's been around for a while now tarvarius moore is he what you want has he shown you enough to be the free safety that you you want and need you know there are some strong safety players in this draft trayvon morwick morig uh safety out of tcu he's incredible uh he is designed for that free safety role top end speed 61 208 he's incredible but pick 12 is a little early for a safety. You know, he's one of those options where you could trade back, right? Um, you could trade back and then draft a safety. Don't have a problem with that. But we'll just have to see what happens. I, I truly do think, man, I, th I think the 49ers can go crazy first round. What happens if Kyle Pitts falls? Is that a team need? Well, we don't have a wide receiver three currently. That's clear in a way ahead of everybody else. But if you go Jalen Waddle, what if he falls? What if Rashawn Slater falls? Hell yes. That is where the 49ers are. And the the front office has tried to do this every year. Build the starting roster out. That way you don't have to be pigeonholed in the draft. They didn't do it last year in 2020. That's why they had to go after Ken Law, Ayuk, and Trent Williams. But we're not in that position this year. We've got our bases covered. So... I don't know. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Go sign up for March Madness so I can kick everybody's butt in that. Uh, I'm going to lose horribly bad. I already know it. That's okay. Uh, part of the fun is just hanging out and being able to talk and chit-chat and stuff um, and bragging rights, of course. But if I do beat you guys, you're never going to hear the end of it. It's just what it is. Uh, but thank you guys so much. Appreciate the support. Hit that subscription bell on YouTube. Head over to patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast. It's the best way to support me and the podcast in this channel so we can keep doing crazy stuff like this. And, man, we'll stick tuned. Uh, they're talking about the freaking 49ers right now on NFL Network. Head over there. Go watch it. You guys are the best. And, as always, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.